this is Sam from Southern IQ, and today we have a special guest, Cara. Hello, Cara. How are you? Hi, Sam. I'm good, thank you. Good. So, Cara, you are our educator for Southern IQ. Yeah. And you spend a lot of the time on the road. Mm-hmm. Seeing salons. So tell me, so with being an educator, obviously you are an educator, so you teach salons how to use the system, but you also do a lot of our um, installs as well, don't you, for new salons? Yes, yes. So I do a lot of installs and I do a lot of account management as well. Okay. Um, so sometimes following on um, a couple of months later, see how the salon's getting on um, via web having a look to see if they're utilizing the system properly. And if they're not, then I'll um, book in some web training and basically get them to where they should be. Using so a bit of a multitasker. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool, Fab. Okay, so obviously, Corey wants to know a little bit more about you as a person. So we're going to dive a little bit deeper this morning mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to ask you lots of questions. I hope you're ready to uh, open up a little bit. Yeah. Um, so a little bit about your background. So you're a hairdresser, right? Yes, I was. I was a hairdresser, started straight from school, didn't yeah. do any of the six weeks holidays, I just wanted to work. Yeah. Um, so as soon as the summer holidays came, I was straight into hairdressing, went to college, I went to college one day a week and then worked in the salon four days a week as well. And that's something as well, I mean, because I did that as well, I, obviously I'm a hairdresser, and um, I'm finding the best the best way that you know you get the most experience if you do sort of do it all in house in a salon, and then you sort of you got like, like a day release to college or you have the college your tutor come to you come to the salon. Yeah, it just seems a lot better, doesn't it? Yeah, I think as well back then that was just the way it was. There wasn't yeah. really many other options. However, I think that worked the best because yeah, okay, you learned certain things in college but most skills that I got were from the owners of the salon and they were the one who were putting their efforts into me and Mm. they wanted me to grow and and I could see sometimes how excited they get if I did a blow dry properly you know and so yeah it was more one-on-one training when you were at the salon and four days a week's a long time when you're 16. It is definitely it's a lot more hands-on as well isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah more. Yeah. Hard work, though. It certainly was hard work. Yeah. Okay, so you were a hairdresser. You were a stylist. How long were you a stylist for? Was it quite a few years? Did you um, about what? four years. About four years. And then when I left, I was still doing the odd bitch. You know what family are like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, even still now, sometimes, if they can't get fitted in for a blow-dry, I have to do it. Yeah. So how did you get... Because, again, you know, what tends to happen is, you know, you become a stylist, you work your way up, and you either go down the route of having your own salon or mm-hmm. you become an educator in, uh, in, within a salon itself, yeah. um, and you, you get, work your way up to be a, an assessor, mm-hmm. um, or you go mobile, so you have a young family, and you sort of go down the mobile route. But for you, you've, did you go straight into that salon software? Yeah, well, I actually left because I just didn't feel like I was getting the most out of my brain. Right. Um, and I, I never really... I wouldn't say I didn't do well at school. I just wasn't interested. I always had the brain there to do it, but I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm. Um, and I always had a flair for hairdressing. So uh, when I got put on the floor, there wasn't really any commissions or anything back then. And mm. the, it, nothing was target-driven. It was just, here's your column, you know, do your day job. And, and I just felt a bit like I needed more. And yeah. Um, yeah, so weirdly, I ended up leaving and going to work for Car Phone Warehouse. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I did four years there, and, yeah. I, and strangely, I ended up that good on the internal systems that I ended up being a coach there. 
Bloody hell, they'll come yeah. to Corfine Warehouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was a senior coach there, so I was training all the newbies when they came in on how to use the software and what to do on the phone when they speak to clients. Yeah, so it was a bit different. Oh, you learn something new every day. <laughs> yeah. so were you missing the hair industry or not really? Was it nice to escape and get away from it? Because it's very unique, isn't it? It's a very different industry. It is. I always missed it. Yeah. I think I was, I think you're just born to do it sometimes. And yeah, I loved the teaching side of, of software, but I still wasn't doing what I wanted to do. Mm. Yeah. And then but it can be I, so hard, can't it? It can be really hard to work out what you want to do. Yeah. And it, especially at that young age as well, when, you know, mm. if some people are telling you that you won't make any money from making hairdressing and, you know, yeah. it, all that side of things, it, it's in the back of your head where actually if you work really, really hard, you can make a lot of money. You can, an awful lot. It's just down to you, really, isn't it? It doesn't matter what, exactly. what, what you're doing. Yes. At all. Yeah. Okay, so you were at Carphone Warehouse. You were there for four years. You became yeah. a coach, which is amazing. Yeah. And so what took you away from that? Was it, was it getting back into hair or...? Uh, well, I just put my CV online and I just thought, right, I'm going to put my CV on. I don't know what I'm looking for. Yeah. So I just thought that I was a hairdresser, listed all my skills, and then the fact that I worked for Carphone Warehouse. And a, a company found me and basically gave me a call and said, I think we've got the perfect job for you, Brilliant. which was basically being a trainer for, for hair software. Brilliant, that's amazing. And then your journey mm-hmm. still carries on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Many yeah. years later. I, well, when I first got the phone call, because, you know, back when I was 16, there were no, you know, computers in salons. I thought they were joking when they rang me. Really? Like, you're going to be training hairdressers on computers. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What's that to do on a computer? Yeah, exactly. And then when I seen it, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is 100% what I want to do. And I, I remember looking at my phone all night until he rang me to say I had the job. Oh, that's so good. Okay, so here you are now. Mm-hmm. You're at Salon IQ. You're sitting in the software, in the software world. Yeah. It is, I'm sure you'd agree, it's a fast-growing industry. Uh, well, it's obviously a fast-growing industry, but it's all in the tech side of things. You know, the software yeah. and technology is just, at such a fast pace, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you, because obviously you're seeing salon owners, you're in their business, you're in their environment, you're where they are, you know, every day of the week. Mm-hmm. How, from your point of view, when you see that, you know, when you see salon owners and stylists and juniors and assistants with all this technology that we're trying to keep up with, how do you see... Coping isn't the right word, but how do you see that sounds are being, you know, are managing to keep up with it all? So with iPads and apps for their online bookings and all the different reporting that software can do, you know, how are salons managing with it all? Because it is an expense, isn't it? It all is. Yeah, it is. And I think it's all small steps. So when I first go into an install, I have a plan in my head and this is what we're going to do. And and then, as I said before, we we constantly are calling the clients and making sure that they're using the software properly. Mm. Um, But one of my favorite things from an install is when you do, when they do have the tablet and I see them first go over to one of the clients and get them to fill in their own record card. Yeah. They get like so excited. (laughs) Um, And I just feel like really proud when I'm watching them um and the thing is that's actually making their lives easier because usually you've got someone sat on the reception desk typing up all these cards where if they can just give it to the client cup of coffee here's the ipad can you fill your details in and then they can carry on doing something else yeah it frees so, them up so much time doesn't it yeah and i think that's it once they see wow 
I've got so much time to spare now mm. that that's when they start investing a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. And I think as well, it could be a big change for salon owners because a lot of the time, mm. you know, salon owners are stylists. They were assistants. Yeah. They basically work themselves up and they yeah. spread themselves so thinly across the business that actually they do a bit of everything mm-hmm. and that's how they become so stressed. So I think having a really good software system or even processes in place allows them to work on the business more than being than working in the business so much and getting so you know wrapped up in actually what's you know what's going on they just have yeah. more time to do things and, and iron out a lot more you know the business areas of the salon that's needed yeah yeah and don't forget these people have been going home and manually calculating all the reports and trying to figure out what the rebooking percentages are yeah. and then when they first come over it's like a press of a button you know it it just shows that y- y- software is needed in the industry now yeah um, otherwise you just end up burning yourself out because you're just doing too much as a salon owner yeah absolutely so Cara what's the one thing that you've seen in a salon that's just made you think wow or that's really different or that's really cool and to put a little bit, a little bit on the spot right now. Ooh. I know there's one thing I can't say that it. Well, not that it is a wow. You actually took, you went to a salon. I think it was the beginning of this year, mm-hmm. and it was a really simple thing. But it was like a refreshment tray, mm-hmm. and you, it was um, it was a bit like um, Alice in Wonderland. Oh, like, I know. Um, yes, I remember. There were biscuits. It was. It sounds yeah. really simple and basic, but it just looked so cool. It was really out the box thought. There was two actually now that you said that. So that was the first one. So she had like this tray and it had all these biscuits on and a coffee pot. And you get your colour done upstairs away from the salon. So instead of being downstairs in the window on show with your foils in, she takes everyone upstairs into this like magical room, which has all got all the colours in. It's got a TV. It's got magazines. You can chat to other clients if you want to. Yeah. And you just felt like overly fussed. And it was, oh, it was just like perfect um, for that salon because each salon's different. Depends, yeah, yeah. You know, depends where you are. Um, and then there was another salon. This, this one was amazing that had a bar in it, an actual bar with a license to sell alcohol. Oh, my gosh. Imagine, I know. Imagine. I bet all the team were there at the bar the whole time. I know. Well, he said sometimes, like, on a Friday night, he gets his friends coming in for for a course, and then they just sit there till, like, 11 o'clock by the bar. Um, so that, that was, it was amazing. That was such a beautiful salon. Um, but just these little differences and um, make them stand out from the rest but you must see it all the time because mm. you're there you literally you're nearly every day you're at a different salon um, yeah. i know when i've gone to salon visits I, you know i'm really I, i'm really discreetly really nosy just because i'm just so interested in what they do and how they present things how they market themselves yeah um you would think they'd all be the same no but they're not every single salon is completely different which is what you know makes you know makes us stand out yeah which makes my job enjoyable because i'm not going to the same thing every single day you yeah. know it's different so you don't know what you're going to walk into yeah and your day isn't a nine till five is it no <laughs> no and you do have a young family yes i've got one so child you have you have so how do you juggle all of that as well with work because i know you know with we were talking at the weekend about juggling personal life and work life. And mm-hmm. I know lots of salon owners and managers, again, you know, trying to, we, we're, we're not expected to, um, I think, do do everything. But we sort of put a lot of pressure on ourselves these days. Yeah. So obviously you see, you, you, you know, with salon owners all the time. Have you picked up any tips along the way of how to manage young family and a really busy work schedule? 
I think there's just one thing, and you know what I'm going to say, it's all about being organised. Yeah. There's, there's you are that, very organised, Cara. <laughs> yes. But there's no <laughs> other way. If I know, um, I know my diary a good week in advance, um, I do a, a thing where the week before, usually a Friday, sometimes a Sunday, mm. I look at my diary, I see what I'm doing, where I am, I make plans for the whole week, so that I even have fallbacks as well in case something goes wrong. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, organized. Yeah, yeah. And my husband as well. So um, he, he sort of, we do it between us. So I think communication is huge. And um, mm. if we don't say something, then that's when something goes wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Okay. So we've touched on quite a lot there. Mm-hmm. What is the one tip or one piece of advice you would give to a new salon owner coming on board with Salon IQ? Okay. So the one thing I always say is if you if you if you're going to do and have a complete brand new software is do it properly. So really be focused, get all the team on board because it's so great when you go to a new salon and they're all excited. Yeah, they're going to be nervous. They always are. Um, but having everyone on board and, and, you know, being enthusiastic about it and being a bit more positive means that it's going to go well. Mm. And then knowing not, you're not going to know everything all at once. I think, you know, sometimes you put pressure on yourself to say, I should know how to do this. And no, you should give yourself a goal. Like this week, I'm going to set up my commissions. And then the next week or the next month even, I'm going to go on to stock taking and then so on, so on, rather than doing everything all at once. You're never yeah. going to remember anything. Mm. And that basically falls into what you just said previously about organizing and planning. Even if you yeah. had like a six to eight week plan mm-hmm. and you slotted something new in each of those weeks up to the eight weeks, so you know you've got it there. You know when you're going to cover it yeah. and you know when you'll sort of be complete with, you know, with certain topics and areas that you want to cover. Yes, yes, exactly. Fab, super. Well, Cara, I know you need to dash off because you need to get yourself to a salon now because yes. you are doing an install today. Yes, So um, it's been great having you here. Thank you very much. I know that we'll speak to you again soon. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. Thanks, Cara. Thanks. Bye.